and welcome back to our podcast, where we have each other's back through thick and thin. I'm Joy, your first host. And I'm Suwana, your second host. And welcome to episode eight. So today's episode, just going to jump right into it, is one that we've also kind of, I feel like, had people ask us to talk about, Mm -hmm. kind of dive deeper into our cultures, our ethnic background, race, all of these issues that might come along with being a minority. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of going to be the, the topic for today. We love that. Um, so let's just start by talking about our cultures, our race. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I'm Haitian, so I'm Zoe, as like we refer to it. I literally learned that this year, but oh well. So I'm Haitian, which Haitian parents' families tend to be very strict and very controlling, overpowering, um, kind of like if you live in this household under their, under their spell, under them. So, um, yeah, they kind of control everything. They want you to be a doctor or something important, something they know about, um, mental health that doesn't exist. They don't know what that is. Um, depression. What is that? I don't think they know Mm -hmm. what that is. Um, yeah, they tend to be very controlling and just, they really want you to do good in school, no drama, no, like, boys, that, that, no, no, no boys, no boys, <laughs> no boys till, till you're wild. ready to get married, till you're, literally, but it's like, okay, yeah, you don't want me to have a boyfriend, but then watch, I'm gonna be like 24 and they're gonna be like, where's your husband? I'm like, well, you didn't want me to meet anybody, so how am I supposed to miraculously have a boyfriend? Yeah. Or a husband? So, yeah, that's like the typical culture. I think yeah, so. that's like the, ge- the general. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about our reality yeah. later, but but like that's like the general that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Lebanese. Um, we're kind of like the mutations of the Arab world. <laughs> we're not Arab enough to be like Arabs. But we're not, like, not Arab enough to be anything else. You know what I mean? Like, we have a lot of Armenians. You know, the French came and messed up my country, so I'm sure they got mixed into our bloodline. You know, like, there's a a really big mix in Lebanon. Like, Lebanese isn't really a thing, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, um, that's like, I know people, this has nothing to do with anything, but the genetic tests, like, to tell you, like, exactly what part, like, um, like, Lebanese off- people often have, like, smaller groups of, like, Middle Eastern, just because there's a mix of everything in there. So, yeah. But I'm Lebanese. Uh, oh, yeah, you didn't mention this, but we weren't born in our home country. Yeah, we weren't. You were in Florida, and yeah. I was here. Mm-hmm. But, so, we were born outside of our home countries. Um, stereotypically, for me as well, very, like, traditional... Um, Honestly, Lebanese, like, Lebanon is a pretty, like, like, chill Arab country, if that makes sense. Like, um, there's a lot of, like, partying and nightlife and stuff like that. But, like, if talking about, like, traditional families, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you live under my house, you live by my rules. By my rules, yeah. Right? Like, um, same thing, they don't really date. Um, it's like, if you're dating, it's because you're going to get married. Like, um... So yeah, dating, not really a thing. Boys, like, why are you looking at a boy? Like, um, 
but yeah, a lot of traditional kind of closed minded people. A lot of closed minded. Mental health is starting to become more of a topic in Lebanon. Still, we're not there. Um, Lebanon is very like Hollywood esque, if that makes sense. Like, there's a lot of pop stars and stuff like that. Like, it's very into like the fake aesthetic. Mm. Plastic surgery is really big. Like, really, really big. Um, I feel like I touched on that on a different episode. But yeah, like, plastic surgery is really common. Changing your appearance, like, appearance in general is really important. Like, how you look to others is so important. Like, I know I always remember my mom, like, being like, you have to wear tights because what are people going to think about you? I'm like, I don't care. You know, like, but that's just not, that's because I grew up here and I don't have that, you know, like, same attachment culturally as they do. So that's stereotypical. Mm. Let's talk about our actual reality. Like how our parents were, how our family was. Completely different. Like there's so many times where like my Haitian friends are like, your mom's not Haitian. As in like the whole like strict, kind of like what I was saying, the stereotype. My mom, like she took what she loves about her culture and she did her own little twist on it. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't really live in a very strict um, controlling environment which I thank the lords because that's completely different for a lot of other people Mm -hmm. so I did live in a household where my mom was the one that was very chill kind of like yes I'm still your mother but she's also like my friend Mm -hmm. so it does in a way like yeah she can it's not like she's being strict, but she has a way that it's like, I don't even want to do bad stuff. Like, it's like, I'm to... mothering you, and I want to trust you, blah, exactly. blah, Like, don't break my trust. Exactly. Um, so, I'm thankful for that, but that's just my mom. Yeah. Whereas, like, my grandma and my uncle, they still have that... Stereotypical. Stereotypical, like, shorts, don't do that. No. Why would you wear shorts in public? What, yeah, what, no. <laughs> Legs, no. Shoulders, oh my god. Yeah. Like, in... They attach stuff like, I wanted to wear an anklet, okay? They're super cute. With some, like, yeah. flip-flops and sneakers. And my uncle's like, why are you wearing that? I'm like, oh, it's it's cute. I Like, my friend got it for my birthday. I'm like, oh, well, like, so see, messy see. And, like, for people that are Haitian, they'll be like, messy means gay. So automatically, that means that I'm gay because I'm wearing an anklet on my yeah. ankle. And I'm like, one, what if I was? That That's shouldn't be... Yeah. A problem. Second, I'm gonna wear an anklet. You like it or not? It's a like bracelet for your ankle. <laughs> ankle. Like I'm just wearing because it it's pretty. So they really have that very close-minded, like way of thinking, and I'm surrounded by that. Also surrounded like in Ottawa, like in Canada, where like my I don't have that. Uh, I have a decent amount of family, but they're more separated. But even though like they're in Haiti, Florida, Montreal, like. They still have a judgment on what oh, we do. Absolutely. And there's this like unspoken competition. Like, oh, oh yeah. Like, my dad, like, she just graduated high school. It's like all the ants. Like, all the ants. All the ants. Oh, like, I, I, like, you know, like, my child, she graduated. Oh, my child won an anniversary. Oh, my child's going to this, this, this. And it's like, why are we in a competition? We're in a family. Like, we should support each other, not be jealous of each yeah, other. Yeah, the competition is real. So that is a very real thing. Also, family likes to blabber about everything. Oh, yeah. Like, if something's personal happening to me, I don't think I need all my whole family to know about it. Yeah. Um, so, as for my mom, my mom's very good 
progressive. She, progressive, like very she woke. That's yeah, the word. Woke. My mama woke. Not my family as yeah. much. I have a couple of cousins and aunts that are woke, but the rest are very like close minded and yeah. So that's that's like more in depth of just me. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my dad is actually super chill too. Yeah. My mom and dad are super chill, but then the rest <laughs> That's me are too. A little cray cray, a little you know. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as you with that. Like there was obviously still some rules. Like my mom came to this country in nineteen ninety nine, like she never really like lived her life here. She grew up all of her life in Lebanon until she moved here. So there's more traditional views in my mom. But mm. my dad came here, he was like ten years old. So my dad grew like lived his teenage years here. Here, yeah. you know. So like I kind of saw the, the difference. difference. Yeah. yeah, and so like my like sleepovers were not allowed. That was one thing that I was like, you might as well just put oh me God. up for adoption. Yeah. Just, just same. I don't want to live in this house anymore. Like I was heartbroken. Yeah, I wasn't allowed sleepovers until oh later God, yeah. in life. Like obviously, like I sleep over your house all the time. Yeah. But, like you're welcome at my house all the time. Like. But now, because my mom knows. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to sleep with at all. Ugh. And my friend was two houses down from me. Yeah. Two houses. Uh, like, you can supervise me if you want. <laughs> you I can just, look out your window. <laughs> literally. Uh, yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah. yeah, so like, that was like a rule that I remember sticking out. But like, they weren't super strict. Like, obviously, the appearance thing was more from my mom. Like, you know, you had to dress a certain way when we went to church, blah, blah, blah. And I was just, like, the rambunctious, like, like in woman's right protester at the age of, like, five. I was like, I'm not going to wear tights. I want to wear pants to church. You know, like, all yeah. these things, you know, like. So there was that. But overall, like, now, the more we grow up, I feel like my mom is also becoming more open. Like, yeah. seeing me with my opinions is what has changed my mom a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to, like, uh, gays or like the LGBT community like she just didn't know anything about it because yeah. it's not spoken about really in Lebanon at all mm-hmm. but here when I'm like oh this friend's gay and that's friend gay and those are my gay friends and I'm going to pride and blah blah and she was just like oh okay like I guess so like she, she what is she gonna do like she this is how life goes yeah and like my dad also like we talk a lot about political issues and he's very progressive like you know when we're talking about legalization of marijuana and all those stuff and gay rights and abortion rights like my dad's always had the same opinion as me when it comes to those yeah, things. It's so, like it's cool that like my parents are progressive, but I'm in the same where like my, my family family not so much. My I dad know. is the youngest of nine. Mm. So I got a lot of aunts and uncles on my dad's side. Oh, I feel you on my mom's side. Um so they are almost all very traditional. I'm not going to say, like, closed-minded, but traditional is the word. Like, yeah. Okay. There's yeah, some things they're just really closed-minded on. Like, I know they don't like the gays. And I always think that, like, also, like, if I were to, like, end up with a black guy, they probably wouldn't come to my wedding. We're going to talk about that a little later, like, dating specifically. But, like, they don't really have that open-mindedness, accepting vibe as me. A lot of my cousins are pretty chill. Like, um, I have a few that are, like, around my age and... They're still more conservative than I am. I'm still, like, they always call me, like, the social justice warrior of the family. And, like, they like to make fun of me for that, but, you know, it's fine. Like, I don't take it to heart. Um, I love what I do, and I love, like, standing up for a cause, but that's just something that you don't see in my culture ever, really. That's true. So, yeah, they're more of the closed-minded. Um, my mom has two brothers, one of which is in Canada and the other one is still in Lebanon, but 
um, the one here in Canada, like him and his wife just recently came. So they kind of, they lived their entire lives in Lebanon and I kind of get to see a little bit, it's very different, like them, like religious conflict is really big in Lebanon, mm. like between the Muslim community and the Christians and even in within Christianity, all of the branches oh, of Christianity, yeah, yeah. like have something so to much. disagree on. Yeah. And like, I kind of saw them like vocalize those things. I'm like, okay, I understand, you know, like, yeah, it was a Muslim group that might have terrorized your village, but like, you can't hate all Muslims. You and that's something, but that's something I can say because I never lived it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they saw people die yeah. at the hands of a different religion. And sometimes, like, I have to put myself in check when we're having conversations like this because I have to remember that it's it's much easier for me to not judge mm. because I didn't have to live those traumatic experiences. That's so true. Yeah. Um, and, you, you know, in regards to, like, we're gonna I'm gonna kind of go into that direction now like the expectations our families have on us yeah like you kind of mentioned like becoming a doctor really rich or yeah, whatever like, like some yeah but at the like sometimes also like playing the devil's advocate on the side even mm. though I don't agree with them acting that way like they dropped everything to bring to, here, so. to bring their yeah. kids to this country or to have a family in this country and they want like us to be the most highest achieving most, yeah, yeah. because they know that we might not have really had that opportunity back home. Yeah. And so I know that that's why they do it. I still think they're wrong <laughs> for doing it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think that you have to expect all your like kids to become business people and doctors, yeah. but also like, doesn't mean that's like necessarily successful. If exactly. It's not always successful. That's, like, you know, you want your child to be happy, not like suffering something that person doesn't like, which they'll work so much harder if they like yeah. it and they love it. But so, it's hard to see it from that hard, perspective. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, my, like, like, once again, my parents just want me to do what I love. Yeah, same. And they want me to make enough money to have a roof over my house. Yeah. That's be cool. <laughs> like, that, that, that's important. Like, obviously, it's not about the money, but, yeah, but they want still, me to still have a career. And career, yeah. You know, so totally. they're very, like, supportive of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And they know, like, they, my mom's always like, Joy, you're gonna, whatever you end up doing, you're gonna blow that shit down. Like, she Mm -hmm. knows that I'm gonna come in like a little firecracker and make whatever I do, like, I want to be the best at it. Yeah. She does worry sometimes. She's (laughs) like, oh my god, what's my daughter doing? (laughs) Like, she's into politics. She knows that it's very controversial. She's like, Joy, said business won't hire you because you have political opinions somewhere else. I'm like, that's okay, mom. You know, like, I'll figure it out. But I know, like, she's my mom. Like, yeah. she just wants me to be okay. What's the best? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, expectations, yeah. We, I have the same expectations for my family. Like, all my cousins are becoming, like, doctors or whatever and business people. Like, everyone is at, like, Telfer at the University of Ottawa. Oh, my God. All yeah. of my cousins are in Telfer <laughs> doing, like, business. And that's totally cool if you are. If that's that's what but they're like, into. But yeah. I'm not. So. And I'm, like, a history and political science major. And every single family gathering ever, someone asks me why I don't work for the government yet and what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'll figure it out. Like, don't worry about me. At least, like, I have, like, more of, like, a, at least mine, politics are a little less taboo nowadays. But, like, history, everyone's like, so, like, what is that degree going <laughs> to do with that? What are you going to do with that degree? I'm like, it's okay. Like, I'll figure it out. Like, don't stay up at night because you're worried yeah. about my career. <laughs> like, exactly. don't worry, honey. 
And I know, like, for you as well, like... Yeah, like, me, um, I'm in uh, theater. And automatically, being in arts, that is the one section uh, where... The only thing worse that would disappoint my mom more is if I was an art student. <laughs> and... I don't know. I, I hate that people still think that, like, oh, there's no jobs in arts. Arts is in everything. Yeah. Everything. So I'm very happy that I have a mom that supports me. And a lot of people that have met me or have seen presentations when I do in class, like, that is me. I am yeah. art. <laughs> you are art. Like, I am very dramatic. I'm very fun. And there's so many jobs that you can make it in art. Being that we are, like, we're evolving, art's becoming even more big. And I feel like there's so many more. And the thing that people think like, oh, like, what are you going to do with that? But like, all there's so many new jobs that are going to be created when we leave like uh, university. Yeah. We can like create our own jobs. Social media stars make you bank. Yeah. With their art, with their videos. Yeah. There's an old guy that's literally just reviewing like uh, microwave dinners and is making bank. Yeah. So don't hate on art. No, okay? it's true. Um, and a lot of people think, like, what are you going to do with theater? Like, I love the theater, and I actually want to be a teacher. I love children. And in order to have my B.Ed., they asked to have a certain subject. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at science. I'm not good at the big things, but I really do love art. And French, I am bilingual, so I want to keep that. So I have a major in theater and a minor in French, and that's me. Don't ask questions, you know? Don't, like not sleep at night because I'm not, I'm not asking I'm you to pay for my tuition exactly like, <laughs> um I'll figure it out and I'm gonna love my life yeah. okay so you only live once yellow yeah. so that's for that but mm-hmm. I my mom has been very accepting of like she's like do whatever you wanna do just as long as you got a roof you know yeah. like you got a house uh, food yeah but apart from that like do you but as for my family the moment that I say um Sometimes I don't even say the education part. Like, I just say, like, oh, theater. Just to see what... The reaction. Like, so what are you going to do with that? Like, are you just going to paint? Or are you just going to go and the Like, you <laughs> do know, little like, shows? Yeah, like, little... And I'm like, oh, Like, that's just... You can do so much. Yeah. And... Yeah, and I'm, like, the first one in my family to take this route. Oh, same. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Same, same. <laughs> but, like... Also, I have so many cousins that it makes it easy to compare, mm-hmm. which is, like, interesting in one sense, and, like, also, like, I, I personally don't care, but I know that, like, I have uh, probably 10 or so cousins that are older than me, more than that, but, like, that are in, like, university age. I have mm-hmm. about 10-ish, and, you know, I have some, some that are younger, but those who are on my age, like... One did fucking neurology and the other one... Hey! I have a cousin who's my age and she's biology something as well. And we have a lot of business and law students. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, don't worry about... And they all have jobs in the government. God bless them. But we already know how I feel about that. Um, I don't want to do that right now for me, personally. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, every time they ask me, they're like, oh, have you applied to that? I'm like, I'm happy with my job. And, you know, a lot of them have never worked, like, a job where it's, like, customer service. Mm. And I'm, like, those are the assholes that come into my store every day who have never done anything for anyone else. Yeah. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. And my experience in customer service, you best believe, at the end of the day, down the road, when they want someone to go be personable with people. Oh, we have a position 
in said country where we, we want you to interact with the community there. You best believe my name is coming up before yours. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like shit on a lot. Yeah. Um, that's the reality. But I'm like, someone needs to make your coffee. You know, like, it's a hard-ass job. And, you know, you get a lot a lot of family members that are like, are you still at Starbucks? I'm like, yeah, and I also work for a non-profit and I'm currently starting a business with my best friend. Yeah. So. Can I help you? <laughs> Can I get you anything else with that? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. want sugar with that? Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's a lot of those expectations. They don't. They used to bother me. I think when I was a little younger, mm-hmm. where it was like, man, like I'm gonna disappoint them. I'm like, no, be disappointed every day in your life with me. It doesn't change anything with no. me. I go to bed every night having no worries as to how other people feel about me. Happy, living my best life. That's really important. Um, yes. Dating. We kind of talked about this Ooh, a tiny bit. Like, kind that. of what our family expects from us. A mm-hmm. lot of, like, the traditional view is, like, no dating. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where it ends. Like, I know, like, like I said, I have a cousin my age um, where, like, she doesn't want to, she doesn't talk to her mom about if she has a crush or whatever. My mom knows all my crushes. Like, whenever I'm like, oh, like, I kind of like this boy. She's like, oh, let me see a picture, you know? Like, I'm happy to have a mom where, like, she knows that I'm young and I'm going to date. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not going to, you know, pretend like I don't. She might as well, like, be supportive. And then she knows that I'll come talk to her about it. Yeah. Then, like, be so, like, closed off about it that I'm going to have to keep everything for myself. And if something were to happen, I wouldn't go to her with it. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mom, personally, she's dope when it comes to boys and stuff like that. But, like, then again, like, family. Ooh. No. Mm-hmm. I did lightly touch on, like, marrying a black guy, and I don't think many people would show up. To the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. I asked my mom, I was like, do you think... Do you think maybe... I don't care. If you don't show up to my wedding because I'm dating a black Why? person, you, you don't have to come back ever into my exactly. life. Exactly. The door. So. You know? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I feel that. As for me, if we're talking just general family, um... No, you, 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 boys don't exist. What are boys? Don't yeah. look at What that. are hormones? What yeah, are what feelings? Are, yeah, what is that? Um, but yet, in a couple of years from now, they're going to be like, where's your boyfriend? Where's your husband? Yeah. And I'm going to be like, well, mm. You didn't want me but, dating two minutes exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> but my mom is very open. She knows we're teenagers. We have feelings. We have hormones. Yeah. It's normal. Yeah. So, I'm very thankful to have a mom that I'm very comfortable to talk about that stuff. And it becomes safer. Yeah. I feel like... Like, teens out there that have such strict parents, like, they're doing it behind their backs. And that's putting them in danger. Yeah, absolutely. So... And that's why, I, you know, you talked about your mom being your friend. Mm-hmm. And the other night, you know, I was... We were with family. And I was saying, like, sometimes when I'm joking with my dad, I call him Eli. Like, just like that. I'd be like, Eli, come on. Oh, yeah, that's very... Oh, shit. I opened <gasps> Pandora's box. Oh, my God. And I do yeah. it all the time at home. And, like, my dad... If my dad ever said that he didn't want me to call him, that I wouldn't. But, oh. Like, it was fine. And then she was, he was like, what'd you just call your dad? I was like, Eli. Yeah. And I was, he's like, oh no, he's your dad, not your friend. Yeah. I was like, actually, I straight up said, I was like, actually, just to inform you, like, I'm friends with my parents. Yeah. And like, we kind of just Oh, it's like very, yeah, same in our I culture. was like, it's holy It's disrespectful sh- for a lot of people to yeah. just call their parents by their names. Yeah. But it's like, I have... A good relationship with my parents and we're friends and that's why when i get myself into a difficult situation i can call up eli my dad 
and I know that he won't flip his shit on me. Exactly. And I get myself into way less trouble because I trust my parents. Exactly. And it's so much more safe to have a parent that you can talk to and they can help you out. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but I think I turned out pretty okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, my, you know, obviously there was times where I think I drove my mom absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I for sure, like, put up a fight for a few years. Of course. But at the end of the day, like, I thank my mom for raising me this way. Same. Thank you, mom, if you're listening. Yeah, and for all the other parents in my family that would whoop their child's ass and tell them not to speak to them like oh that God, and don't look yeah. at me like that and don't blah, 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 like... yeah. We're living very different lives now. Yeah, very different. So and like, I know that I want to raise my children like that, too. Yeah. Because I think my mom did a pretty good job with me. So yeah. I want to keep that going. In my yeah. Life. Obviously, there's a few tweaks. Yeah, a little, a little, <laughs> a little things we're going to change there. Yeah, there, but, a few tweaks. But know. overall. Yeah, overall, not bad. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Anyways. But yeah, so dating, pretty much a no-no. And let's talk about us being in relationships. Or, like, trying to date. Or, like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm sure you always get the, like, I've never been with a black girl before. Oh, let's just talk about that, okay? Go ahead. They act like... You're some weird... I'm some... Exotic... Exotic thing that they have on their checklist that, like, oh, I've never been with a black girl. Like, mm, or, like, um, I've had black guys be like, oh, well, I know y'all are hard, but, like, can't get enough. I'm like, but, but. You don't even know me yet. Yeah. Like, but I mean, stereotypes, it happens, like, we have expectations, and it, like, happens, but it's just, it, it can become shitty sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You live and you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dating for me, I get, a, like, it doesn't really affect me too much because I don't have a really traditional family. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be different if we were in, like, the stereotypical traditional family where it'd be like... I have to hide from my mom that I'm dating this person. Yeah. That would make my relationships really different. And have like a whole Romeo and Juliet thing going yeah. on? Yeah. Mm, no thank but you. But no, my mom knows when I'm going out with someone Same. or whatever. I'll be like, oh yeah, like blah, blah. She gets excited for me. Me too. She knows when I'm dating and she she gives me great advice and, you know, that's important. But I think it would be, a, it's a different reality for sure for those who have those really strict parents. But it's not too bad. And let's talk about the stereotypes. I know we kind of, you just mentioned it quickly, but there's stereotypes. <sighs> a lot of them. Like, there's even general, and then there's, like, Haitian women, and then there's Haitian men. Yeah. Like, um, poor the Haitian men. They don't really have, the, their stereotypes are so bad, and yeah. it's so sad. It is sad. Yeah. Um, I've had friends personally tell me, oh, he Haitian? Gotta watch out. Yeah. And I'm like, but you Haitian, one plus one equal two, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't really understand. And, like, I get stereotypes are inevitable, but... Yeah, they come from somewhere. You're tearing down your, own, your own culture. And I'm guilty of it. Yeah, you are. Because I've <laughs> known... It's kind of hard, because sometimes, like, you don't want to generalize, and... But then you also, like, your experiences, and you, like, just by guilty of association like you just kind of which is hard and I'm obviously working on it but yeah it's just like you can't expect people not to have stereotypes when you are the one enforcing them exactly but at the same time it's like 
you kind of create them with your experiences. Yeah, like, like that's that's what a stereotype is. Exactly. Based on your experiences, then you will generalize anything exactly. with that identity. But that's not fair to anyone, and it's only mm-hmm. detrimental to our society. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all terrorists. That's a big one for me, you know. I'm going to tell the story. I think I might have said it already in a different episode about how I realized, I realized racism was real. I don't know if I've ever told you this. It was the fifth grade. I was, it was at the end of class, at the end of school, and we, before you get onto your school bus, you're supposed to, like, line up, then the school bus driver will, like, open the door, and he, like, counts everyone to make sure, like, everyone is here. And then we were waiting in line, and then, I'm just going to say his name, Mathieu de Vassar Saint-Jean. Mathieu de Drag Oh, him. I'll never forget this moment. It, like, scarred me. He literally looked at me. He's like, hey, Joy. I was like, hey, Mathieu. He's like, um, so is your dad part of the Taliban? And my poor fifth grade mind was like, what's the Taliban? But I didn't say that. But, like, I didn't yeah. really know what he was referring to. Yeah. And, like, so I was like, haha, you know, like, I didn't really say anything. And it was only later that I realized. Yeah, I realized what he was what he was referring to. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, like, it changed everything for me. Like, a kid. We were kids. And for a kid to be able to have that opinion about my culture, I was like, man, this is a sad world. You know, like, obviously if he has that opinion, others do too. Yeah. And, you know, just looking in, this, in the media, it is usually directed toward Muslims more than anything, but just general as the Arab community, it's like, wow, that's how y'all really feel, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you feel about us. But, yeah. Um, I've had many moments. I actually can't even pinpoint. Mm-hmm. So that's how sad yeah. that it is. Um, also, one big thing with being a black, thick woman. So that's already, like... Three. Three <laughs> lower <laughs> levels. But um, one big thing is polices. Yeah. That is a... F- a lot of people they can know out there that can relate the police talk. Mm-hmm. The when a police approaches you to listen to them, do what they say. Mm-hmm. Because just being just my color, yeah. I could die. Yeah. And it's such a sad fact. But and we shouldn't live we in should fear. never have to black people should never have to raise their kids as to how to deal with that situation. Exactly. We shouldn't live in a world where your mom, your dad has to come to you and say, Hey, if you're ever in this situation, make sure your hands are visible. And th- one of my, like, I got my G1, and I'm still terrified to do my G2. One, it was literally just my driver instructor literally terrified me and scarred me. But another thing is police is. Like, even when um, my friend's driving, I see a police, and I start to panic a bit. Mm-hmm. And I start to freak out. And it's like, I shouldn't have that fear. No. So that's another thing that comes with it. I've had many... People just be like, oh, you're black. Oh, like, you should work in a cotton field. Um, you should go back to how it was. Or, um, I remember one moment where it was actually, you were there, and we were FaceTiming. No, we were on Omegle oh, with yeah. uh, Kemi, another friend of mine. And we FaceTimed someone. I don't know if it was a girl or guy. And then they were, like, talking to you guys, and they're like, oh, who's that? I think it was an N-word. Yeah. Behind. And then you guys, like, you you guys protected me, which was very nice. And, like, you guys, like, what the fuck? Like, blah, blah. Yeah. 
but it just I remember hurts. that. Now that you say it, yeah. I remember it, but I hadn't remembered it before. And it just hurt. And it like, ugh. And like we've come so far, but we actually kind of haven't. Like we have. We have, but, but like, like for every step we take forward, we take two back. Exactly. And it's like, ugh. And with you know the Trump era, like, ugh. I just I can't. My people are terrorists. Mexicans are rapists and drug dealers. And you know, like, there's so much fear that like, just because you don't understand someone's culture, you should be afraid of them. Which I is don't. sad. It's like, very sad. Whenever anyone asks me, like, what the biggest cause I fight for is or, like, want to fight in my lifetime, mm-hmm. it's xenophobia. And, like, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, like, the, the technical definition is, like, fearing a stranger, like, someone you yeah, don't understand. You don't, yeah, understand. And it. it's, I think that is the biggest danger to the world we live in. Of course. Um, and climate change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. I'll have a different whole episode. But, like... You not wanting to sit and understand my culture, mm-hmm. who I am, my background, you're only building the walls higher. Yeah. And it's sad. It's the reality of the world we live in. I would I would die for a cause like this. You know, I yeah. hope that I'll, every day of my life I do something to mm-hmm. put, tear the walls down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to go. Um discrimination is real getting jobs when you're black are harder yep i have a name like joy but my last name is very arab so you know like you know like i'm passing i'm gonna name is complex yeah (laughs) don't even have to go to the last name my name's already complex so it's already like i'm gonna touch on being passing for a second Mm -hmm. i kind of mentioned before we recorded we were planning it out but like i live in a weird gray area of, like, I could be white, like, looking appearance-wise. Like, oh, like, if someone doesn't really pay too much attention, oh, like, she could be white. You know, like, I don't really know. And that's a weird way to live in, like, w- area to live in, like, headspace to live in, because I know I'm not. I don't have the same attachment to, like, I have attachment to my culture. You know, I know mm-hmm. I'm Lebanese and I'm proud and all these things, but, like, for me to walk in the world and people see me as just white, it kind of throws me off of like, okay, well, I'm not being appreciated and I'm not being seen. I don't feel seen. Yeah. You know, I feel like I just blend in with the crowd. Obviously, you are a different color. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is the I'm factor. I'm fully seen. <laughs> That's the factor that I'm, when people yeah. are just glancing, yeah. you stand out because of the color of your skin. Yeah. But I kind of just get mixed in with the rest. With the rest. Because I don't have super predominantly, like, Lebanese features. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty pale. Um, Darker than a white person, but paler than the average Arab. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I have brown hair, and I don't really have those super, like, predominant features of any shape or form. So I feel like that kind of was weird for me, like, always is weird for me still. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, oh, well, actually, I'm not white. Or, like... Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not white. Oh, by the way, not white, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to constantly rem- remind people of that. Yeah. Because it, it's part of your identity. Like, your ethnicity is part of who you are. And for mine to always kind of be brushed under the rug mm-hmm. because you don't see it is difficult. Um, yeah. I'm obviously 
you always get better at dealing with things like this, like, growing up and, like, the older you get, the easier it gets, but, yeah, for sure, like, it's weird and difficult, but, um, I'm still a minority and I'm still a little Lebanese woman, <laughs> you know, thick Lebanese girl, you know, with a lot to say, so that's for sure part of my identity, but it is weird, for sure. Yeah. But also, like, it does give me advantages. That's true. It, it, all the, you know, white privilege is a thing. If you don't think white privilege is a thing, feel free to no longer listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Church it up. I'm yeah. Right. White privilege is a thing. And some I benefit from some aspects of white privilege solely based on appearance. Yeah. Where, like, maybe someone will open the door for me and not for you. Yeah. Just like that. Just like because that person didn't really care to yeah. to for you because that you're bl- because of being black and but they don't know I'm Arab. Maybe if they knew, maybe if I was wearing a hijab or it looked more Arab, they wouldn't. Exactly. I, you know what I mean? But I get the some of the privileges that come with the white privilege side. Yeah. And just lighter skin. Yeah. You can like, be black it, but being lighter skinned already gives you more privileges but me being a darker skin color and a woman really just puts it down at the spectrum there Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's sad but it's sad but i'm happy that i'm happy that i am who i am in a sense that like luckily god gave me a fire and desire and a will to fight amen and it just so happened that I'm Arab, so you know I'm really gonna fight. <laughs> I'm really gonna fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm ha- like, I know a lot of women, Lebanese women, young women of minority, don't feel like they have the platform to speak. Mm-hmm. I've kind of chucked the platform in the garbage and said I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah. Um, and I hope that at least women in my entourage or like people that I meet will have will find that in themselves as well. Yeah, that's so true. So, you know, it all works out. It all works out. <laughs> it all works out, and I'm happy, and I want to keep learning more about my culture. You know, growing Same. up here, I feel like I didn't get to learn totally. a lot about it. Yeah, and I didn't really get to even go to Haiti because yeah. there was the earthquake. And right now, in Haiti, is so bad. Yeah. Like, I've, I think maybe it got a little bit better because of soccer, but, like, it didn't. And there were very, <laughs> yeah. like, violence, a lot of it, guns, fighting... Um, so much bad so I didn't really get to go and learn about my culture but I still want to and we're one of the first black cultures to fight for our independence and get it so yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah there's I want to keep getting more and our food is bomb same thank goodness you know we got some good food yeah you know all you sure white sure folks sure. eating my shawarma uh, <laughs> You know, that shit came from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and my, like, bon dirige bonjour, please, plantain, oh my god. Like, yes, yes. But yeah. So yeah, so culture is important. Our cultures are important to who we are. Yeah. Um, We're going to face challenges forever. That's true. That's just how it's going to be, but hopefully, for those who are listening, it'll encourage you guys to become more aware of your culture and who you are in this world 
fight for your rights, mm-hmm. stand up for what you believe in, and tell all the rice, racist motherfuckers they can fuck off. Exactly. And also, yes, learn more about yourself, yeah. but also learn about other cultures yeah. and other people. And like, you know, we all live in the same world, so let's uh, respect each other. Yeah, love each other. Love each There's other. There's no reason to cause division and pain and anger. Exactly. They just love each other. Exactly. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode eight. And it's been through thick and thin. Bye. Bye.